Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, y'all? The ladies of a chatter back. Hey, you see? Hey, Lisa girl, how you doing? You know you got me going before I even try to sit down in the chat room. Got me over here cutting up with that music. Love the <laughs> intro. <laughs> You know, it gets me to start acting a fool. Shout out to Boss One for hooking us up with a new intro. Appreciate him. Yes, we try to do, you know, everything we come, every time we come back, try to do something different. He was like, I just made y'all a song. Y'all need a new song? I said, yeah. (laughs) Every new season needs a new intro. (laughs) Hello. He doesn't get that. Then when I ask him again in January, I think he'll he'll maybe be like, didn't I just give you one? Yeah, I need another one. (laughs) Just just have him lined up so when we need him, we can just pluck him out and play him. But I'm loving it, so shout out to him. Thank you so much. That let's chat with Miss T and Miss Alicia. We hope you guys enjoyed it as well. So welcome. It is Wednesday night. You know, me me and Alicia are about to get, get, get caught up in our chat room because we have some Fabulous guest on tonight, Lisa. I'm excited, girl. Absolutely, absolutely. And we always forget to, to to introduce ourselves. But those of you who don't know who I am, I am Alicia. I'm the CEO of Right Royalty Promotions and the COO of Reef World Publishing. Um, I love to read. We do reviews. We do so much. The grass never grows under our feet up over here. And then we got the fabulous uh-uh. Miss T who got them A1 edits. If you need an editor, check with Miss T. She got a fabulous reader eye and a hardcore red pen. <laughs> you are my red pen, girl. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Leisha. I appreciate you. But like Leisha said, my name is Tony, and I am the, the quiet half of the Let's Chat ladies. I'm going to leave it like that, Leisha. <laughs> But welcome to our show. We so appreciate you guys tuning in every night. And I myself is, am an avid reader as well, and I'm one of these Leisha's promoting diva. So, you know, she has that A1 promoting service over there with writing royalty promotions. But, you know, here on Let's Chat, Leisha and I try to create an intimate setting, and we welcome all 
genres and literature and arts. You know, we do it all here on Let's Chat. We have great guests, politicians, singers, beauty experts, authors. You know, our favorite thing is authors because we both love to read. So whatever it is that you guys are interested in and affects our community, Leisha and I try to bring it to you, and we try to bring it to you guys the royal way. Right, Leisha? Exactly. Exactly. And we appreciate you guys tuning in. If you would like to be a sponsor and support Let's Chat, because what we do with our platform is we do like to keep our platform free, um, because that allows artists to be able to come out and mix and mingle um, with the listeners. And a lot of times as readers, we feel the authors can uh, when they're writing. So we'll read their book. Um, if the pen is right, you can feel it. But when they do uh-huh. interviews, you can actually not only feel um, them themselves, um, uh-huh. but you get to have a sense of why they do what they do, and it makes you appreciate their pen. It, it does. You can actually hear them smiling over the airwaves, and it, it, it really creates an intimate setting because, you know, they let their hair down, they come up here and kick their feet up with the ladies and let's chat and just have a good old time, male and female, because we had a <laughs> Leisha last week's show. <laughs> it was Make sure you had topic. topic. <laughs> All three days last week, we was just on one. Hilarious. So we had a, a good time. We had a good time. We're going to have a good time tonight. We got three fabulous mm-hmm. authors. Kia Miche. I'm going to ask her to make sure I'm pronouncing that part of her name wrong. Vanessa Kirby and Holly Mosley Cooper will be joining us in the chat room today. We're going to be talking that talk about sweet pen hangovers. You know, we always, mm. you know, we love to read, but we always talk about uh, having that pen-itis. And, you know, when Uh you get the right book, it gives you the itis. That means that if you read it, you can't read. Like, every book has a, you got one, two, and three. So that means that if you read that one book that just gets you, you can't read a a two or one Uh at least four days after you read that. You have to read a book that's at the same speed. If you read an Uh emotional book, and it really gets you. You can't jump into shoot 'em up, bang bang, let's go, because you you already in that in your feelings, and you you either loving or you just set, you know. So pen, uh, office pen can take you through some emotions, and uh, it will uh-huh. give you pen itis real quick. And when I, that's like turkey dinner, you know, if you had a turkey dinner, you can't have nothing else. That's uh-huh. that pen itis. Mhm. That book that you exactly. can't read, nothing else after it. You gotta wait three, four days before you get your get your mind right to even embrace another pen. <laughs> That's true, cause you gotta let it marinate. You know, you gotta roll it around in your mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna use the vernacular of marbles. <laughs> yes, you gotta chew. Um, you gotta be able to chew on it for. <laughs> You got to chew on it for a minute. If you think about it, it's true because as as an author, you chew on your your writing. You chew on your manuscript. You know, depending on how long it takes you to write it, you still have chewed on it for a minute. You marinated with it. You slept with the characters. You've been up all night. You you know, you can't get your mind right because Susie, Carrie, and Byron is all in, telling you what to do, you know, so you have to chew on it, and readers have the same effect after we get the finished product. We have to chew on it. We got to absorb it. 
we got to, you know, think about, oh, you know, then we can with our reader friends and be like, girl, page 26, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like that? Yes, it did. I mean, but that's how readers do. And that's if true. And I, hope sexy, I hope it's a good book to be doing. <laughs> I'm just saying, some authors can just take you out. And you know when you get to that seat, if they get you in the first two lines, that means they're about to mm-hmm. take you out by the end of that book. You ain't going to be no good to nobody. You're going to be trying Not to read it off at your stoplight. <laughs> You're going to miss your stop if you on the bus. You're going to get a red light because you're trying to you gonna get a ticket for running the red light because you're trying to get home because you're trying to finish mm-hmm. from where you left off at lunch. These authors will take yep. you out if the pen is right. That's that sweet That's pen hangover. <laughs> that is so true because I've missed the stop or two reading a good book. And also I had a good book in my hand and I'm cutting my eyes to the side to see who's over my shoulder looking to see what I'm on the tense about. So uh, hopefully it's something good that you got to chew on. And I'm using that word because Leisha threw it out there. Yeah, let's chew on it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's true. You got to give people something to chew on. That's why you have so many authors. And I don't need no inboxes because I'm a reader, not a writer at the moment. I just give my my um view at this point in time. I'm saying mm-hmm. if you don't give them, let them chew on what you write. If you're dropping a book every other week, how they chew on on the first book you drop? You got to let them yeah. chew on it. You got to let them, you got to tease in, stay stealing, and in your inbox, wanting to know what's taking so long because you're four days late and we were supposed to have it six days ago. You want them on mm-hmm. your heels. Now, with that, we're going to give our, do our tribute to the ultimate reader. This is our favorite clip because this is what's a, a, a true ultimate reader. And everybody has been this reader at some point in time. Readers, authors know readers can get ugly. It can get downright ugly with some of us readers when we mm-hmm. waiting, especially if we got a boo and we got a book boo and mm-hmm. you done killed off the book boo. Oh, it's a oh, problem. Man. You done broke up their favorite <laughs> character. You done kill mm-hmm. off they favorite girl. They 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 best friend in their mind. Susie is dead now. And they're like, Susie was my girl. They ain't no Susie from a hole in the ground. They never met us. They just <laughs> upset. They and they feel it. And okay. they feel it. That means you did your job, though. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Paul. This is all wrong. What? You'll have to do it over again. It's not worthy of you. Throw it all out, except for that part of naming the gravedigger after me. You can leave that in. I really value your criticism, but maybe we're being a little hasty here. Paul, what you've written just isn't fair. Not fair. That's right. When I was growing up in Bakersfield, my favorite thing in all the world was to go to the movies on Saturday afternoons for the chapter plays. Cliffhangers. I know that, Mr. Man! They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. Anyway, my favorite was Rocket Man. And once it was a no-breaks chapter. The bad guy stuck him in a car on a mountain road, knocked him out, and welded the door shut, and tore out the brakes, and started him to his death. 
and he woke up and tried to steer and tried to get out, but the car went off a cliff before he could escape, and it crashed and burned, and I was so upset and excited. And the next week, you better believe I was first in line, and they always start with the end of the last week. And there was Rocket Man trying to get out, and here comes the cliff. And just before the car went off the cliff, he jumped free, and all the kids cheered. But I didn't cheer. I stood right up and started shouting, This isn't what happened last week. Have you all got amnesia? They just cheated us. This isn't fair. He didn't get out of the cock-a-doody car. They always cheated like that in um, chapter plays. But not you. Not with my misery. Remember, Ian did ride for Dr. Cleary at the end of the last book, but his horse fell jumping that fence, and Ian broke his shoulder and his ribs and lay all night in the ditch, and he never reached the doctor, so there couldn't have been any experimental blood transfusion that saved her life. Misery was buried in the ground at the end, Paul, so you'll have to start there. That is our favorite <laughs> clip. That is what we call mm, the ultimate mm. reader, and that is our tribute. This is Let's Chat. If you're just tuning in, I am Leisha. You know I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. We're talking to talk about Sweet Ten Hangover. If you have not been that reader, you will be. You just got to get the right pen. And if you're an author and you've never experienced that, we're going to tell you what you do. Nah. You got to mm-hmm. kill off their favorite character. I'm sorry, they got to go. The ones that everybody loves is the one you either got to break up the relationship or you got to kill somebody off. Then everybody be on your heels. They'll be on your neck wanting to know what, 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 what was going on that you had to make this type of decision. And that will be your <laughs> ultimate reader. And then one-star reviews that you will get from that, no worries. One-star reviews we consider to be the best kind of reviews because, really, readers read those first because they want to know why you got the one-star review, and that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And the thing with that is if you get a one-star review because Susie is dead or Chad and Jamie broke up or they feel some kind of way about you, how you ended page three, how you ended chapter 30, how the cliffhanger at the end of the book. I want to see that you put them in a feeling. That means that mm-hmm. they felt your pen enough to now that it's no longer a review. It is a message board. And that reader is mm-hmm. telling you how they feel because probably they inboxed you and you didn't reply because, you know, when authors write books, they don't never be on, they don't be on social media that first day. So, right. You want to know how to put them in their feelings? That's what you do. I've been there a time or two. When Cash and Nina <laughs> killed off Leisha and Trust No Bitch, I felt mm-hmm. some kind of way about how they took my girl out. <laughs> you took it personal, lady. <laughs> I took it personal. But, yeah, that's the job of the author, though. The job of the author is to always put the reader in their feelings. If once you do that, you've done your job. That is your job. Mm-hmm. Whether you put them in their feelings sexually, you put them in their feelings emotionally, you got them wanting to do a drive-by on every other character in the book, you put them in their feelings, and that mm-hmm. means that your job is done. And so even if you don't get a ton of reviews, 
you get three or four of them one-star reviews, somebody in their feelings, that means a lot of other people just sitting in their feelings and they holding your review hostage. That's what it is. I've done that too. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. So I'm I'm interested to see um, what our authors tonight have to offer. And, um, you know, I think is Kia up first? Yes, Kia is up first. We will take a brief break, and then we're going to bring in the fabulous Miss Kia so she can kick in the the chat room doors, and we can talk talk about books and that sweet pill hangover. I like her title, so we're going to jump right into it. (laughs) Absolutely. We're going to play some of that um, Kimber Nicole and Necessary. If you love this joint, make sure you head over to iTunes. And get your one foot going.
You are now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yes, we are back. We are back. We are lucky to be interviewing the fabulous Miss Kia. Hey, Kia, thank you for coming in here and keeping them with us in the chat room. How are you? Hey, I'm Kia. fine. How you all doing? <laughs> we are good. We're going to be on our good behavior. At least I will. <laughs> um, I don't know because I've been listening for a minute. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I don't know. It depends. Sometimes I come in here and turn up. I don't know. I think you just like seeing polite now, and then you're going to kick in the door, and we're going to be on the left field, right field. I think we're about to go to the moon. It's going to be a good interview. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, a good, I'm a good girl. Uh, we're going to see that gave it away already. <laughs> yes. You gotta get away already. <laughs> well, watch. We about to show. We about to show y'all. We about to show y'all. You watch power. <laughs> now what those got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Every good girl loves a bad boy. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. We gotta leave him out of this. <laughs> love it, love it. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your work. Um, and what you bring into to the industry with your kids? Well, I'm a 28-year-old mother of one, and I started writing around February of this year, and I just I just want to do something different. Like, I like to write in, you know, about the basic things, but I try to go a different route most of the time. Because, you know, I've I been hearing a lot of readers talking about they're tired of this and they're tired of that. So I try to move around those type of topics. But it always leaves, you know, I try to do a romance novel and it turned into drama and stuff. So I can't help it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this is the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it do, don't it? <laughs> it's the best one. Why they do that when they ain't got drama? Yeah, it sucks. It really sucks. It sucks. I'm telling you, I couldn't do it though. It was it, it, it ain't work out for me. Mhm. Wow. So how do you like how do you like being an author? Has it been exciting? Has it been everything that you expected it to be? Yes, I actually love it. Like, oh, and then you know, I I be writing so fast. I try to I try to get my books out within like a two week time frame. I love it. Because I don't have nothing else to do. I'm a stay-at-home mom, so mm-hmm. all I do is write all yeah, day, every day. That. You better you better say that say that with your chest. There's nothing wrong with you. Say it with your chest. See what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? She, which, which one is this? She being bad already. See, that's Leisha. I told y'all uh-huh. this is Tony talking right now, but Leisha's the bad girl. I'm the good one with that halo uh-huh. over my head. <laughs> nah, nah, See, don't that's how you know far. she's the bad girl because she done threw that halo in there. Yeah, they throw a halo in. Something ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm about to skip off topic real, real quick. Y'all remember in the, Demo- the, the uh, not Democratic, but the Republican, um, Nominations when they had all the nominations, and they had that one dude that was so so Christian, like he was yeah. way too Christian. I was yeah. like, Mm-mm. it's something about you, you too Christian. 
too Christian, Lee. How can you say he's too Christian? I was like, he's too Christian. He's too freaking clean. Then when he went to lean in and hug his daughter and she couldn't hug him, I was like, see, I told you. Why would a girl like to hug her daddy? That one. Not many. (laughs) And it has to be for a reason. (laughs) Absolutely. Daddy then did something bad to him. Exactly. Exactly. It comes out eventually. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I had to throw that in because I was like, sometimes you can just be too too good. Mm-hmm. But Tony says a lot of times. She <laughs> <laughs> doing a good thing to throw out there. You said, all right, Miss Kia, you got me. You got me, girl. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I said that out loud. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now tell us, tell us what your ambition, um, like with your pen. What do you, what do you want to go with it? I mean, do you want to switch genres? Where do you see? What's the vision for your your pen and your career? I do want to switch genres. I eventually want to write a kids book, and mm-hmm. I also want to start my own publishing company pretty soon, hopefully. So that's the route I'm trying to go in. I'm not tr- listen. I'm not trying to go back to nobody's job. I hear you, girl. I know that's right. You better say that mm-hmm. again. Yeah. yeah so exactly. like, I'm I'm trying to you know and help other like because I was a reader last year. You know what I'm saying? And I want to help mm-hmm. other readers that want to get into the game with this author stuff. Mhm. So that's mm-hmm. where I'm going with it. Mhm. <laughs> that's. That's interesting. This is Tony. I'm Kia. You know, you say you want to switch genres with your pen, but but tell our listeners exactly what your pen is right now and what they can expect when they open up a Kia's book. Um, right now I'm in women's fiction, and when they when you open a book, listen, I have so many crazy twists and turns, and I I get cursed out a lot because of my cliffhangers that I do. But, yeah, you, I'm going to get a lot of cursing for the new readers, but y'all can mm-hmm. check them out. They're pretty good. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's that's something, you know, you never know, especially when there's a new author, you, you don't know what to expect. So it's this platform offers, you know, readers as well as other mm-hmm. authors or whoever wants is interested, you know, their passion behind their pen, what they can expect when they put your name on it because a lot of our listeners as they listen to our interviews they're literally one clicking and you know me and Alicia is part of that readers that are one clicking during the show as well so it's good to hear you know how you feel about your pen and what you you try to portray to your readers yes I, I actually love them it's like um, my latest release though I was so nervous because I seriously went a different route with that one so I was mm-hmm. like so scared but it, you know, like they said, it's a lot of people liked it. Some people didn't like it. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love them because I have so much drama in majority of my books. Mm-hmm. Now, because of it, it, this is Tony once again. Now, because it went left when you had meant to go right, is it because of the characters they took you there, or you just felt something at the moment that turned your pen? Um, some of the, new, the latest release? Right. Well, what I do is I come up with my titles before I come up with my plot. And so Mm -hmm. when I came up with the title from a saint to a savage, of course, I was like, okay, I I have to go a different route with this. So it's like um, Mm -hmm. that book has 
Bible verses and things like that in it. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. like, maybe that's what people didn't like about it. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I went a different route with that one because I needed, I wanted the plot to match the title, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. From Saints to Savages. Now, you're going to give us some insight into your main characters. Um, what, do, what does he or she do um, that is so special that makes people either want to love them or hate them? Okay, the main characters are Samir and Sagan, their brother and sister, and they're Indian, and their father is Indian and black. And, like, they they start out as, you know, the good kids, you know, church every Sunday, doing everything right and walking in faith. And something tragic happens, and they just, versus snitching and going doing the right thing, which is go to the police about the situation, they turn savage in their straight beast mode through the whole, mm. the rest of the book. They're like, they went a different route because they didn't want to do it the right way, unfortunately. And so mm-hmm. um, a lot of people love Samir because he remained humble and he mm-hmm. just, I don't know if it was just his, a lot of people said it was his demeanor. So I'm guessing that's what they liked about him. And Sagan, she was just like the good girl too, but she rode with her brother. Whatever he did, she was going to do. She had his back. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, that familiar bond, that tight bond. Standalone is a part of a series. It's a standalone. It's a standalone? Hmm. Okay. And you say you usually take about two weeks to write your book? Yes, but see, that one took me about two months because I kept freezing up with it because I felt like people wasn't going to like it. So the fact that I felt like people wasn't going to like it, it made me stop my drive. It made my drive stop, and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I kept getting blocked with it. Mm-hmm. Now, why now, did you see, think people wouldn't like it? I'm about to get, right, I'm about to get on you right now. <laughs> If you don't like it, they're not going to like it. If you read Chapter 9 and Chapter 9 is like chewing on dry toast, your reader is going to see it's chewing on dry toast. They have to fill your pen. So every emotion Mm -hmm. that you have, you have to pour that into your words, into your your show and, and telling of the story story because whatever mm-hmm. you pour into the story that's what they're going to receive so if you're scared that they're going to not like it then your pen is going to be a little timid and the, the reader is going to be able to see that because there's going to be certain areas that they can see either you 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 lost thought or you you could expand it you started to but you didn't want to over here they're going to be able to see all of that yeah and that's why it took me so long because i can say probably like the first month I was, like, iffy. Then, like, the second month, it was, like, Mm -hmm. it came to me, and I just got the, you know, it was, like, my mojo came back, and I just kept it moving. Mm -hmm. And then I told Mm -hmm. myself, I said, well, and my tech readers also, they kept continuously telling me, like, you're going to have some people that don't like it. That's just how it is in the game. So, you know, that pushed me a little further, and it kept me going. So I like the book, though, me personally. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, true. like they say, you can't please everybody. But Exactly, exactly. And, you know, Risha brought up a good point because, you know, we as readers, because we're all readers first, we can tell when they're just adding a little fluff just to add some pages to a novel, Absolutely. you know. And sometimes that fluff mm-hmm. can just get in the way of a good, really good book. Yeah, it'll mess the whole book up. Mm-hmm. It absolutely Absolutely. Can. Now, tell us how you got hooked up with your publisher. Um, actually, I was uh, I was a fan like of a lot of authors under the team or whatever, and then I started reading her books also, and I started talking to one of my pen sisters, you know, through the inbox or whatever. And I told myself, I said, I'm going to just try to write a book just to see. And so I sent the, um, you know, of course, I sent my submission to my publisher because she, um, my pen sister, she linked me up with her. And mm-hmm. she liked the she liked the submission that I sent her. So I finished the book. And when I finished the book, I sent it to her. But I finished the book pretty fast. And so when I sent the book to her, by the time I sent the book to her and it was in edit- editing, I had finished the second book. So it was like my second book came out a week after the first book. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got linked up with her through one of my pen sisters mm-hmm. who I just used to All talk to. Right. I used to I used to be one of those readers that used to harass the authors like, Look, when is part two coming out? <laughs> I used to harass them and a lot of them like now that I write a lot of them remember me from that. Mhm. But it's wow. okay. That's kind of like I see, I see what these readers go through now because I was once a mm-hmm. reader myself. You're on the other side of now that. Make sure now you shout, make sure you shout your team out. Shout them out. You might be somebody listening, trying to get something new to read. Shout your team out. Uh-oh. Hello? Yes. Shout your team out, she said. You know, you know, always looking for a good read. Hello? Can you hear us? Do we lose our leash? Hello? Is your phone? Can you hear us? Make sure your phone is not on mute. Try it again. Yeah, can you hear us? Can you hear us, Kia? Boy, we were just getting into that good stuff. (laughs) Why she trying to adjust the the mic? If you'd like to talk to Kia or if... Chime in on anything that we're speaking about. Just press your one, and we'll bring you into the chat room while she tries to adjust her mic. Hopefully, she can get that worked out. So, in the meantime, oh, I think she's going to call back in, Lee. You want to take that hand that's up? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'll wait for Kia to call back in. Um, No, that's her. That's a hand up. So, we are going to take the hand up. Two four zero four seven six. You're live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Adrian, I'm calling from Maryland. Hi, how are you? Hey, Adrian, I'm how fine. are you? I'm fine. I am one of Kia's biggest fans. Oh, and I just wanted to say hi to her. I'm in her her Facebook fan group, and I've read all of her books. Oh, nice. And I, I think she's back in the chat room. Is she on? Hello? Yes, she's on. She's Hi, on. She's on. Thank you so much for the support. I just wanted to say hi to Ashton's mom and oh, tell you that I love you and I love your books. 
thank you so much. I appreciate that so much. Even though you're always leaving me hanging. Uh-oh. And we got to have some fight. No, 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 no. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> I don't leave you hanging, do I? <laughs> Those cliffhangers get me every time, but it's all good because they keep me wanting more. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to have to stop doing you like that. <laughs> but it's always good to leave that a little cliffhanger because you want your readers to be excited for the next drop and you like, okay, your countdown. Because I know as an Indy Capri book, we only get a, a, a new drop like once a year, twice a week, oh. just feeling good. So, See, I can't do you know, that. Those, those, those are little anticipations that you look forward to. But then you also know you also know that you're doing your job because she and her sons about the way you in some things. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely keep us on our toes and keep her on her toes too. Because the more we complain, is the more she try to fast try to get her foot down. <laughs> yes, that's I, right. Oh, that's right. But you know we love her. And we give her a I lot love of y'all too, man. I really do. <laughs> That's y'all, awesome. get, y'all keep me going, I swear. That's Thank awesome. you. I'm going to go now. I just wanted to key out Adrian from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you so much, Adrian. Thank you. Welcome, boo. I'll see you on the book later. <laughs> <laughs> I might drop a sneak peek tonight just for you. <laughs> okay, see, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> see? Talk to you guys mm-hmm. again. Okay, thanks for tuning okay, in. Sweetie. Okay, be blessed. Okay, you too, sweetie. That's awesome. I, I love the support when um, you just make yes, feel Yes, supporters mean so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really does. Now, and I don't know what had happened to my phone. I don't know. That's okay, that's okay. But I did have one quick question. If anybody else would like to talk to Kia, weigh in on what we're talk, talking about, just press your one. Now, you know, you're a relatively new author. What has been the most surprising thing in this industry that you've come upon? Whew. <laughs> uh, look, I'm just going to keep it on the good note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. Um. Let's see. I, you know, the most surprising thing, and I'm I'm gonna speak on this because I think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just want all of us authors to support each other. You know what I'm saying? It it surprises me how we don't support each other as much as we should. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. if we all could come together and support each other, everybody would get paid. Mm. It just surprises okay. me that it's it doesn't it's not like that. It should. It should really be like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I th- mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get it together one day though. I it just hope room for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. And on the flip side of that is I think that everybody has to have an understanding. Um, especially authors, whether you're self published or you're published to a publishing house. Yeah. You have to have an understanding on how everything works. Even though mm-hmm. you're not doing it, you should have a self-publishing book 
as a tool, something that you can read and you can refer to if something is going on that you don't understand. Because you got to know mm-hmm. what you know because you know it, not because somebody told you or they passed it down. Jewels and nuggets are great, but some stuff you just got to know. You got to know how mm-hmm. a publisher works, what they do, what they don't do. If you got a literary agent, how do they work, what do they do, and what they don't do. You got to know how Amazon works. You got to know how what formatting is because, see, they can format your book, and what if you don't like the way it looks and you don't know how to kind of say, I don't like this, I don't like that. You got to have an understanding on everything. I think that helps you as an author to get your work out mm-hmm. the best way you can get it out on your, the way you like it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. different when somebody gives you a book and says, okay, this is what we've got to put out. But you want right. to make sure that you you are in it right down to the font. I don't like the font on the, on, on, the, on the headings, or I don't like the way the page number looks, or I don't like the spaces in between. But you can't say mm-hmm. that if you don't know the difference between formatting and typesetting. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, good point, Leash. There's so That's many intricate details that go into it. Absolutely. So, Kia, what would be what would be some sound advice um, that you would give um, somebody that's thinking about writing uh, or a new author that that is um, getting out here and just getting their feet wet? Go for it. Don't let anything hold you back. And just mm-hmm. put God first, and the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. That's some good advice right there. From a relatively new author, so she she's getting her feet wet in the game in a good way. So thank you so much for sharing that as well as yourself with us. Thank you, and I want to give a shout out to my team, Peace Presents. I love y'all. I love KKP. That's also under Peace Presents, and we, you know, mm-hmm. I love. I, you know what? I love all of y'all authors. Mm-hmm. I love all Aww. of y'all because we all mm-hmm. going for the same thing. Right. And it's room for everybody. Well, can you shout out your social media sites and anything that you may have coming up that our readers and our listeners can, can follow you with? Okay. On Facebook, you can reach me at Kia Aston's Mom Walton. My group name is Kia Put Some Respect on It. Uh, IG is Mache underscore Aston. Mm-hmm. And if you, uh, I have somebody else's guide part two dropping soon, very, very soon. So be on the lookout for that. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you joining here, joining us here on Let's Chat. You know, our door is open anytime you have anything new coming down the pipe that you'd like to share with your many, many readers. The door is open. Just get in contact with one of us. And thanks again for sharing and your thank time with you us. Thank you for having me. And and you can to be a sister now. Welcome back anytime. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, bye, Miss Leisha and Tony. Bye, Miss Kia. We enjoyed you. <laughs> and you had and you had, had it right. What you got going on? And you had it right. Oh, it's Kia okay. Michelle. I remember that. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, because you know I could tear a name up. To tear it up real quick, I'd be like, oh, that was your name. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, sorry makes everything better. So you got so sorry out there. I'm sorry. Trust me, I understand because I've been Michi before. Oh, boy. 
Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your time and your space with us. You know you are welcome back anytime. Thank you. Okay, enjoy the rest of your night. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Good night. I love her energy. She's so sweet. Me too. She just she came in the chat room. She already had it set though. She had she set the tone leash and we just kept it going from there. The energy is real. Uh-huh. So I so enjoyed having her in the chat room. <laughs> Absolutely. We're gonna take a brief break and then Vanessa Kirby about to kick it up oh notches up in here. All right now. We'll be right back. This is that new exclusive, uh, Blue Marley. It is not out yet, but we want you to get a little taste of it. This your boy, Yo Gotti. Gotti. To my muscle, bitch, I'm living. Yo, God, it told me he got work. I said, OG, let's get it. They do my dirt with no co-defendant. I know they snitching. 30 years, reals, but he broke. That boy got no ambition. I was 16, triple beam, leaning on him. No, the street couldn't hold me. They triple teaming on me. I remember telling Frank, boy, I want a bag. Now I'm shopping with my bitch. All she want is Chanel. Went to sleep, count sheep. I woke up counting money. If it's right for the price, tell him I said run Remember, I ain't have a pot to piss in. Started whipping, whipping, whipping. Now look how I'm living. Hey, chili in it, big got all my chains on. Man, I'm about to blow like it's cocaine on. Told that walker flocker got that flame on. Catch me jugging with my rich home. Hey, hey, this I live. This I live. This I live. This I live. I really live it like for real.
Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Alicia. You know, I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We're talking that talk today about that sleep 10 hangover. We had a fabulous interview with Dr. Kia Mache. If you are just tuning in and you missed her interview, that's okay. No worries. Just Make sure you hit our archives at the end of the show and you can catch our interview in full. Now we have the fabulous Vanessa Kirby in the chat room. Hey, Vanessa, how are you? Hi, how are you? Yes, how are you? We are good. Thanks for joining (laughs) us. Yes, thanks for having me. (laughs) Well, tell everybody uh, a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, I'm Vanessa. I am a 50-year-old mom and grandma, and I've been writing for 10 years now. I have 10 uh-huh. books out, but when I first started, I did the self-publishing game for my first three titles, and then I met my publisher at one of my book signings, and she just turned me on to a whole new love of the industry and how it's really supposed to be done. So, shout and, out to uh, Tamika Paris. Yes, her. ma'am. Yes. And Heather. <laughs> yes, and Heather, who I just signed with recently and uh-huh. who is getting me all these fabulous opportunities like your show. <laughs> Well, we thank you for that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, this is Tony. Um, we have to announce ourselves. Oh, go ahead, Steve. <laughs> we do have to announce ourselves because we so much sound so much alike. Um, yes, I love Tony it. One. <laughs> <laughs> but this is Tony, and you say you've been in the industry for 10 years and you have 10 books. Now, yes. on an average, how, how often do you drop a book? Um, once a year, <laughs> pretty That's much once a year. <laughs> yeah, okay. once a year. Uh, a couple of them uh, that were like the short story, um, came, you know, a couple months apart. But mostly when it's a full novel, um, the whole process and uh, my writer's block and thinking of what I want to do and everything mm-hmm. usually takes me a full circle of a year to go from planning to published. Mm-hmm. You know, I Absolutely. can relate to that because I, I, we, we spoke about that a little bit with our last guest mm-hmm. on average. Absolutely. Because now, this is Alicia. Yes, I Oh, that was just an ask quick question. Now, you've been mm-hmm. in the game 10 years. You have mm-hmm. your books and your library um, is, is set up. you got your little cushion there for people to go back and view. What is wh- one thing that you can say that you have learned um, your 10 years in the literary world? What is something that you have learned that has really just stuck with you? Um, what I've learned is that if you don't put yourself out there, no one's going to know who you are. And it doesn't matter how great your books are, if you keep it to yourself or you keep your circle small, which is kind of, you know, what I've been doing in the beginning, um, just in my comfort zone, you know, before social media came along and allowed you to reach a a broader audience, you know. Um, uh-huh. I didn't get out there and get myself known. So it's like, even though, yeah, I've been doing it for 10 years, 
maybe only the last, you know, four years or so, I've really begun to, you know, build a wider fan base and things like that. So the main thing I know is you got to get out there in front of the people and make yourself known if you want them to, you know, know what you got to give. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, in and two days, Jealous, mm-hmm. I was just going to ask her about her, because I'm interested about this uh, title. In two days, Jealous and Crazy is going to release. Tell mm-hmm. us, why did you name it Jealous and Crazy? What can we expect <laughs> out of this book? Because um, I can't well, tell which I'm, one is Jealous. Which one is like Crazy? Which one is Crazy? Well, actually, he's really both, you know, he he is the jealous and crazy one in the story, and she's just the, the fuel to the fire, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I named it that because I had uh, uh, another title for it, and it was kind of like, um, just can't stop loving her or something like that, you know. And uh-huh. Tammy and I talked and was like, no, nah, that's not going to grab the reader's attention, you know. Uh-huh. And we're uh-huh. we're both big, you know, Beyonce fans and everything. And I'm singing a little song. And I'm like, you know what? He is jealous and crazy. So, you know, uh-huh. I just kind of, you know, went with that title. And when she did that cover, it was like, yep, that's it. You know, you can see it all over his face. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, it's Max. Max is the jealous and crazy one. Mm, now, this is Tony once again, Lisa. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up because I wanted to ask her about that as well because I was reading the synopsis on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that title right there, Jealous and Crazy, that's the kind of title that you walk by and then you do a double take and you pick it up. Mm-hmm. And turn that book around, flip it around, it was like Jealous and Crazy. Now, that's right. the kind of title you want to grab your reader with. Right. Not even knowing that they're about to get grabbed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I just I wanted something that, you know, uh, just like you said, when you look at it, you're like, wait a minute, let me see what this is about. You know? mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, oh, okay, I, you know, I think I want to read that. Yeah. So um, we definitely <laughs> look for eye-catching titles. And, you know, this time it was a, um, a little different story than, you know, the previous ones. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I definitely wanted, you know, a title, a cover that was going to pull the reader in and for the readers that have already read my stuff, you know, they kind of know what to expect, you know, looking for the bigger fan base. And mm-hmm. for those that don't, you know, I I need something that's going to, you know, pull them in my direction. So I'm hoping the mm-hmm. title is doing that. <laughs> Absolutely. And like Lisa said, you don't know which one is crazy and which one is jealous. Right, right. But because he does a couple, have a little crazy twinkle in his mm-hmm. eye. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, he might he might rub off on her as the story goes on, you know, it's like, you never know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you yes, have a book, so have they always, mm-hmm, go ahead, Alicia. No, I was going to say, I'm glad she brought that up, because a lot of people, they, when they are packaging and pretending their work, they don't, I don't think they really think that everything needs to flow and go together. The cover, mm-hmm. the synopsis, and the title really walk hand in right. hand. So I'm glad that you brought that up because that's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't really pay attention to that. The synopsis leads to the left, to the right, sometimes on Mars, the, right. the, the, 
the the title and the cover don't match. You get inside the book, it's about advertising, and it's like I thought this was killing me softly. Was about what something else, right? Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm glad that you brought well, that up. <laughs> yeah, well, I always like do the synopsis after the book is finished because that, believe it or not, is the most difficult part for me is getting those right words on the cover so that mm-hmm. after it's already printed, I don't have to feel like, oh, I should have said this and I should have said that, you know. So I always do that last and, you know, I, I send something and then, you know, we kind of go back and forth, Tammy and I, and then I go back and I say, okay, you know, and then it, it does match with, you know, what her front cover looks like and what the title is that, you know, I've come up with and everything. So hopefully, you know, that's doing that at the end of the story. It's kind of like, you know, you pick the best parts and, uh-huh. and stick them in there, you know, almost like a, a movie trailer, you know, let me get the right. best words to, to pull you into what the story is going to be about. And I think it should tell you, you know, uh-huh. what, it's, what it's about, you know. Uh-huh. That's that's true. This is Tony. Um, you say you, uh-huh. you've been in the industry for ten years and you've written mm-hmm. ten books and you read mm-hmm. you met your publisher at a book signer. So I, I first of all mm-hmm. I encourage all readers to try to attend book signers, even if you just mm-hmm. happen to be passing one because it's an awesome experience. And shout out to you guys. You get to yeah. see an author's hustle at a book signing, and that is just a, a beautiful thing. But I want yeah. to ask you, since you've signed with Tammy and, and the difference between being self-published and with a publisher, do you think that that has helped keep your creative juices flowing? Oh, most definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she she and I have such a great camaraderie, you know, that it's always, uh, you know, I say to her, okay, I need that one conversation where we got to go back and forth you know, mm-hmm. and banter, and then just from, you know, that one conversation, I can hang up with her, and all of a sudden, I got ideas galore, you know, and I can go and sit down and start jotting them down, because um, I'm not a, a, a outline writer, you know, per mm-hmm. se, um, so that's one of the things that, you know, she's like, I need an outline. I'm like, you know, I don't do that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm laughing you know, because I'm the same thing. Right. I'm like, know, I need an outline and a character profile. Yes. They're like, what? Yes. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's like I tell her that I don't outline, but then when I sit at my desk and I look at all the, you know, index cards, I'm like, you know, no, you really are outlining, uh-huh. you know. But you know, in my own in my own quirky way, you know. So, but um, mm-hmm. you know, having her um has definitely definitely made um you know a big big difference in you know my writing career in general. And you know, mm-hmm. she pushes me. Um, you know, like all right, you're being lazy here. Come on, you know, mm-hmm. add some more to it and things like that. So uh-huh. having you know um having that type of backing and relationship and everything, you know, it, it means the world to me mm-hmm. anyway, you know, and I'm sure a lot of authors would, you know, prosper from that, you know, that type mm-hmm. of relationship. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's definitely, so I mean, I, I was mm-hmm. on my own before her, you know, like everything. So, it, you know, it really helps to have somebody to talk to in, in your corner and, mm-hmm. you know, her being a great author, you know, 
know, amazing author herself. Mm-hmm. It's not like she doesn't understand the craft, you know, and she just mm-hmm. put that book out, you know. No, she knows what, you know, makes a great book. So, you know, mm-hmm. that, that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Absolutely. Um, this, this is Tony Vanessa, but shout out to uh-huh. Tammy. You know, mm-hmm. she it, it, she's a, a great author, but she's an even greater person. You know, we've had mm-hmm. her on our show a couple of times mm-hmm. and we've met her. Okay. But she, she just makes you, she embraces your your craft. And she yes. tries to bring out the best in you that she knows is within you. So shout right. out to Tammy. You know, she's doing some amazing things as well as Miss yes, Heather. So we so appreciate yes. you guys. Yes, and Heather is. It. I'm so happy to have her because just in, you know, the little bit of time since I, you know, finally woke up and said, get an agent and start doing some things, you know, and Heather (laughs) Uh jumped right in there and she, you know, two minutes before the show, she's still giving me words of encouragement because I'm, you know, like, am I calling the right number? And, you know, and she's like, girl, calm down. You're going to be fine, you know. Yes. You <laughs> are a month yes, You can kick your feet up and enjoy yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grab yeah, your wine. Uh, my put back your, Put your favorite pillow behind your back and just chill <laughs> out. That's what yes. we do here. We kick our feet up. Yeah. We have a good time. We relax. We talk that talk a little bit and get some giggles out. Now I do have a question. You brought up two great points. Um, the first mm-hmm. one is the team support. You know, there's this mm-hmm. book that talks about love languages, and it's called Love Language. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's a, actually a relationship book. However, okay. those even that, that being a relationship book, knowing someone's love language in business is the best thing. And a lot of times. Mm-hmm. In a, in a relationship, when it's a publisher-author relationship, authors need to be affirmed. And even even the, the most seasoned author needs to be affirmed and supported. That's something that is mm-hmm. needed. So I'm glad that you have a team that they support you, they stand by you, they're always there to affirm you and pull out. They're trying to get blood and turn up yes. with love. So I mm-hmm. love that. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm glad that yes. you have that. Now, you did Thank mention you. the synopsis is the hardest part. Why do you think <laughs> that the synopsis is the hardest thing for a lot of authors to write? Not <laughs> um, <laughs> by yourself. Don't feel bad. Yeah. You not by yourself. <laughs> well, for me, you know, it's just finding the right words that, is going to make someone want to read it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. to me, it's kind of like you've exhausted all your words inside the cover, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. by the time you think about the synopsis, it's like, okay, there's like um, Jealous and Crazy, I think it's 27 chapters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So after writing 27 chapters and feeling like, you know, every every chapter has a point in it that you want to share, but, of course, you don't want to share it beforehand because, mm-hmm. you know, you want the readers to follow along with the story. So then it becomes a point of, all right, how much of this do I say on the back mm-hmm. cover without giving something important away, you know? And that's one of the things mm-hmm. Tammy's always getting on me because I, I kind of tend to give away a little bit too much when, you know, people ask me sometimes about certain books, you know, I, I start talking and get all into the story and then she she's like, um, that's you're telling too much, you know. And so, <laughs> so, <they're back>. so 
I have to, you know, pull it back some when, you know, writing the synopsis is just a matter of, okay, how much is too much and what's going to be just enough, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I find it kind of difficult. <laughs> like we should say, you are not alone. <laughs> Many authors find it, find it hard to get that synopsis down right without giving too much. And then right. you know, on the flip side, you don't want to give too little because you want right. to grab that interest. You know? Exactly. It's like you need, you know, you need that just enough. You know? Like mm-hmm. I gotta tell you a little bit, but I can't tell you too much because I, exactly. I want you to find out. You know. So. <laughs> exactly. Now yeah. this is Tony once again, and you can you tell that I'm I'm obsessed with this jealousy and crazy <laughs> book, but <laughs> I just well, wanna... that's great because there's the new one, and <laughs> obsessed is the word I'm looking for. You know, I'm looking well, for kudos. that word. Let me reach back here and pat myself. <laughs> but I want to ask you, what, what was going on in Arthur Vanessa Kirby's world that sparked mm-hmm. the idea of this, this great title, this jealousy and crazy? What was going on that you wanted to pen a book about that? those two types of emotions? Um, Actually, I have a nephew, and he's in the service. And he was home, and we're, you know, sitting at the table and just conversating and, and conversating, you know, on little personal issues and things. And I said mm-hmm. to him, I said, you know, I want to write a book about um, a situation where the, you know, and I didn't know, like, which character was going to, you know, be the dominant at that particular time, you know, it was just starting. But I was like, you know, where the relationship is over. But that, you know, the two people were really in love at one point. And so now one of them has gone on in life, but mm-hmm. they feel as though, man, I really messed up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of mm-hmm. had already had what I was looking for and I blew it, you know? Mm-hmm. And when we start talking and he was like, oh, auntie, yes, you know, and start, you know, rolling off a couple of little scenarios and things and not, you know, and it, the story started out one way. And of course, by the time it was, finished it was totally different but uh you know the premise was still the same you know but I always mm-hmm. say you know whatever you start with is not going to be what you end with if you go through the process of you know a good editor a good publisher proofing and all that you know it's going to be a better mm-hmm. story in the end and so mm-hmm. you know I feel as though that that's what happened you know it started off with a, a great thought and it just you know, progress into, um, you know, uh, hopefully everybody thinks a great story, you know. Right, and if you think about it, love is the one thing that turns into rage real quick. I don't know mm-hmm. uh, why is that? Why is that that you, you, y'all riding hard one minute, it could be 545, mm-hmm. everybody on the same note, everybody riding hard, y'all is just unstoppable, <laughs> and at 556, yes. you slicing <laughs> tire, you looking like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> What yes. what is that happening? Why is that happening? Yes. I that, it's hard to understand um how that happens. But right. I, what was it? Um was it Nick that wrote that song, um, Breaking mm-hmm. Up a, I said Breaking Up is hard to do or Breaking Up Like This. I didn't want to say it was Nick. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's over now. But it's so right. true. It's, uh-huh. I'm glad you wrote a book about it. 
because we need to read yeah. that and see how ridiculous it looks. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> Max is out there, you know, and, uh, and, and I mean, personally, when I was much, much younger, <laughs> you know, I had, uh, you know, a boyfriend like that when I was, you know, probably like in my late teens, early 20s that, you know, started out with, oh, my God, I love you to death. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, get me away from him, you know. So mm-hmm. I, you know, kind of just grew with that thought of, you know, I've had a couple, you know, personal experiences of, mm-hmm. you know, feeling that way, like, oh, I can't live without this person. And then all of a sudden it's like, what was I thinking? And please go away, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, you know, that that kind of kind of helped a little bit, you know, just having that, that personal experience to um, mm-hmm. draw from, you know. So. Give it that, that, that little extra flavor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always well, a little bit of, there's always a little bit of me in every story. <laughs> oh, it, it wouldn't be your story without it. But my name is Tony, and you're here with the, the ladies of Last Chat. My partner over there is the phenomenal Miss Felicia, and we're having an awesome interview with the wonderful author, Vanessa Kirby, and make sure you guys pick up her new book, Jealous and Crazy. Now, I want to go back to our topic tonight, is Sweet Pen Hangover. Leisha, I think this is going to be one of those Sweet Pen Hangovers. What do you think about Jealous and Crazy? You think that's going to run right into our topic, I think so. I think they're going to be in their feelings. I think they're going to be in their feelings for a couple days. They're going to be able to read nothing else because then... See, that's the thing with a jealous, crazy book. See, jealous and crazy, when it puts you in your feelings, if you got a man, he better watch out. If you got a female, you better watch out because it's about to go down. Everybody's looking at the other person with the side eye. Just like when Beyonce dropped that lemonade. I feel so sorry for men because everybody else, it was like, I care, you could have been orange. You got it. Your woman was by yourself at 1245. Mm-hmm. Well, it took you 25 extra minutes to get home. What's that about? Yeah. Right? You know, there's a whole lot of, I regret the night I put this ring on going on. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You got a lot of women saying, try that shit again. You go do so much. Yes, that's my favorite song on there. <laughs> yeah. You know I give you life, but see that's uh-huh. you know you That's right, you give your man life. You put mm-hmm. life in him. So yeah, yes. you gotta let it be known. I I give you life. I can't tell you mm-hmm. what Tammy and says Sarah do, but I know what I do. <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. But you know, yeah. shout out to, to to all the crazies out there because, like Lisa said, you know, <laughs> loving crazy, you the jealousy crazy, they all go together. That's just the the, the human race, I think. Yes. But if you'd like to weigh in on anything that we we're talking about, just press your one and we'll bring you into the chat room because you know it's getting a little crazy up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we so appreciate you, Vanessa. Just thank you so much. Sharing your world with us, letting yes, us just chill in Vanessa's world for a minute and have a good time. Kick back, y'all. Make sure y'all grab that book when it drops for two days. Shout out to the fabulous Tammy Capri. If you're looking for that hot, hot cover, 
That's the girl. Yep. She makes them hot covers. Get your covers. Yeah, she does. Uh, from, yeah, Tammy for free. Now, we want you to shout out your social media um, before you head out of the chat room. Okay. Um, on Facebook is just Vanessa M. Kirby, and I also have um, a Facebook group, Friends of Vanessa M. Kirby. Um, I have an author page, the same thing, Vanessa M. Kirby, comma, author. My Twitter is author VM Kirby, and my Instagram is at author Vanessa, all lowercase. All right, now. So make sure you pick up that crazy, that jealousy and crazy, because that's going to be that sweet pen hangover that Alicia and I are talking about. You're going to have to take a minute and let them mm-hmm. marinate when you finish reading it. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, ladies. Thanks for joining us. Oh, we appreciate you. You are welcome back anytime. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great evening. You are right, more than you welcome. Go. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Oh, we got a hand so up. Much fun. Oh, no. Oh, man. Hold on. We got a hand up. Two, six, seven, five, five, nine. You are live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's me, Heather. Hey, Heather. <laughs> Hi, Heather. Hi. You guys got me in here cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you are so crazy. <laughs> but I'm really glad you to... enjoyed this show. <laughs> yes, I just wanted to call in and just say how proud I am of Vanessa, and uh-huh. um, I started off as a fan, of course. I've always been uh-huh. a new class fan, and it's just such an honor to be able to actually work with her, you know, and to uh-huh. help her get it, you know, take her career to the next level. So uh-huh. I'm so, so honored that she chose me to have her help her. Uh-huh. So just wanted to call in and say, hey, and great job, <laughs> ladies. I'm loving the show. I'm cracking up. <laughs> well, she chose uh, well. Absolutely. She chose yeah. well, and we so appreciate you. You know that, right, girl? <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. You know, I'm gonna keep them coming too. So, <laughs> absolutely, you know. absolutely. I got, I got your email. I got your email. Okay, okay. I know All you right. did. I'm not worried. We'll talk. <laughs> so thank thank you. you. Okay. All right, you welcome, welcome, sweetie. Sweetie. Have a good okay. night. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. You, you too. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love what we do, Lisa. You meet so many wonderful people, and that network we is do. real. We, we met her down at the uh, AAMBC Awards when we were in Atlanta a couple of months ago. You yes, know, I think we've been, we've been on a networking tip since June. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we yeah, have awesome. We have met some awesome people. We have met some awesome people. Shout out to Tamika Newhouse. We have her author next, Holly Mosley Cooper. We're gonna take a brief break and we will be back.
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to the last chat. I am Miss Leisha. You know, I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. We talking that sweet love hangover. We have our next guest in the chat room, Holly Mosley Cooper. How are you? I'm good. How are you all? We are good. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> now, for all those that don't know who you are, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. Uh, well, I am a 50-year-old single mom from Orlando, Florida. I wrote a I wrote an autobiography first, um, but I decided to change genres and um get into a little of uh, romantic erotica or however you want to put it. So I um, came up with this idea for a book series called Confessions of, the Reform, of a Reformed Cougar. Oh. Kind of caught my attention there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the intention, to get people's attention. It Let me find out, Miss Holly. Now, let me find out. Let me find out. I would have to read that. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, you know I'm on Amazon, right? <laughs> yeah, hey. Right. There are three of them. One is called The Accidental Cougar. That's the first one. The second mm-hmm. one is called Younger Isn't Necessarily Better. And the third one is oh. called The Second Time is the Charm. Oh, Mm, all right now, Miss Holly. <laughs> but they're all under the the those are subtitles under Confessions of a Reformed Cougar. Mhm. Mm. Now, what was the inspiration behind this this first book? What was going uh-huh. on in Miss Holly's world? <laughs> we listen. Well, we not for so some reason. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I was always being teased by my friends about being a cougar. Now I'm mm-hmm. not, neither going to confirm or deny these oh. rumors, but this is <laughs> all right. All right, now Miss Holly, she said I'm not going to confirm or deny it. I'm just saying what other people are saying. That's all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you okay, know, I'm trying to make research know, a little. A lot of I'm not convinced. I've seen the cover. I'm not convinced, Miss Holly. You are not telling us everything. Cause I've seen this cover. <laughs> well, I'm I'm working on the reform part for purposes <laughs> of the book. She she's mm-hmm. reformed, but then again, that's not necessarily true. So let me <laughs> let me mix that. It's you have to read the book. You have to read the book. You have to read the book. It's I like that cover though. Oh, I love the cover. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nothing like a cover. See, we were talking about this with um, our previous guest. The the cover, the synopsis, and the title go hand in hand. But it's something about that cover. A cover, you got to have like the right cover. But when you have a, a, a book that is erotic or even that you want to um, have a hint of um, seduction or even sex appeal, it's got to breathe and speak to you. It's got to speak mm-hmm. 
sexy. This guy says speaks seduction. This cover right here is speaking. I don't know if the cougar is reformed. I don't know how she accidentally did it, but I see why she did what she did. Release <laughs> that good. Yeah, well, see, the thing was, she didn't. She didn't start out to with intentions of being a cougar. It just kind of happened, and then she just went with it from there. So that's mm-hmm. that's where I get that title from. She found out the the man, young man was a lot younger than she thought he was because he mm-hmm. thought she was younger. So you know that that's how that happened. But she didn't. Once she started down that road, she didn't. Uh, she didn't fight it. She just went with it. Went with the flow. Mm-hmm. Now this is Tony, Miss Miss Holly. You say you had wanted to change genres. Has it been difficult? Has you had any like stumbling blocks to get into the erotica writing? Changing genres? No, actually, it's been a lot easier than I thought. My mm-hmm. big thing now is I have this third book that I kind of left with a cliffhanger, and I've got to at least write a fourth one, and I don't know if I'm going to continue the series or wrap it up, but I was listening to what y'all were saying earlier about getting rid of a main character or breaking up a couple, so I that gave mm-hmm. me a lot of, uh, that gave me a few ideas, but I don't think oh. the people that, that read my books would like that, so I guess I would get a couple of ones. <laughs> I think they <laughs> used, I think they you know, Miss Holly, mm-hmm. me and T, we love to be characters in your book. Um, so if you would like to make <laughs> us some reformed cougars, we ain't got at you. Absolutely. We Absolutely. It's, all, it's all good. Absolutely. <laughs> the we're going to be the cougars of less cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um, we'll, we'll have to talk. We can do that. I get a lot of un- I get a lot of unsolicited advice from people who consider themselves cougars, and it's not necessarily bad advice. It's just mm-hmm. people, um, you know, I get inboxes or or phone calls or whatever, and that's been very helpful actually. And then mm-hmm. um, um, having friends that are younger men that. They're helpful too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, everybody has their input. <laughs> oh, that that that's a good thing. Getting different flavors and different scenarios. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Definitely. Now, what was going on in Miss Holly's world that made you actually decide to sit down and and start writing? Well, I think did we lose a leash? But first published Uh-oh. book, so I've been uh, okay. Okay, there you writing. Lost you for a minute. Okay, you know? yeah. Yesterday was the anniversary of my first published book. That was the autobiography. But um, I've been writing forever, almost since like junior high. I just made a decision based on the fact that um, I lost. A, I had two things. I had a health scare, and I lost a very dear friend in a car accident. Just kind of motivated me to just, you know, get it done and not keep putting it off and, and get published. Mm-hmm. And it's been quite a lot. Absolutely. 
just talking to people um, on a daily basis, it's interesting what you can come up with when you just have a conversation with people. It's I find it quite amusing because people like to talk to me for some reason. I can be in line at the grocery store or mm-hmm. waiting in line at the DMV and um, find myself in a conversation. It's I mean, it's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. It's just kind of odd. I must have that mm-hmm. kind of face that people want to talk to. I don't know. can't explain now, it. Now, now, this is Tony. With that being said, Miss Holly, when you have, strike up these conversations, are you the type of author that carry your book with you everywhere you go? I have started doing that. I wasn't doing it before, and I got yelled at by a couple of my friends, like, you need to be, because they were asking for, they were asking for, um, books and I didn't have any with me, so yes, I started carrying them around with me now, especially when I go to events and things. Yeah, we went to the AANBC Awards and, um, you know, they have the author panel. Um, and they had authors, two different author panels, but it had to be at least like maybe 20 authors there. And mm-hmm. Nobody has their own books. I was like, dude, y'all are here to see them, but y'all have to have your own books. So when you take pictures with them, you make sure that you hold their book and they hold in your book. So when they pass those right. pictures around on their social media, that is free promotion for you. you got to have your book. I'm glad you started carrying your book around, Miss Holly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that paperback hustle is now, real. Yes, yes. But, you know, I, I hope to now, sell a few on uh, Amazon. I'm sorry, good. No, go ahead. You hope to sell a few on Amazon? Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles, but it's nothing like a face-to-face where I get to sign it for them and then either take a picture with them or take their picture holding the book. That's awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Miss Holly, if we were sitting here a year from now and we were talking about the fabulous year that you had, what would be um, what would we be talking about um, with with you a year from now? What are some of the things that you think that you would have accomplished um, this year that would be monumental next year? I would love to be able to either get a web series started or uh, a short film because everybody, a lot of people keep telling me that you should get in contact with somebody because this should be either a web series or a short film. So I'm like, well, it can be a longer film, but that's wonderful. And then I was trying to, they were giving me suggestions with who could play Janet, the protagonist, and I can think of a few people that I would like to be the um, love interest. That would be lovely. <laughs> I can live vicariously oh. through. I can live vicariously through Janet. Oh, but yeah, that's that's <laughs> that is what <where laughs> I would like to be. Miss Jackson, if you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> right, Miss Holly. She said, Miss Jackson, if you nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew, we saw him before you came up in here. We was like, mm, this one right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> you had a side eye, right, Lisa? Now, Miss Holly, how many books have you written? I'm sorry? How many oh, books four. have you written? Four books? Four. 
And how long have you been in the industry? Um, I actually just started publishing three years ago. Oh, okay. Oh, now, have, okay. You, have you learned one thing that you wish someone had told you before you either published your first book or wrote your first book? Uh, start laying the groundwork earlier for a billion audience because I was working on building an audience while I'm trying to do publicity for the books, and that's not the way to do it. You're supposed to mm-hmm. do you're supposed to work on building a uh, social media following before you actually publish the book. Uh, well, you know, there was a lot of things that I didn't know because my first book, well, all of them were, I have been self-published, but I really didn't know anything with the first one that I that I published. So I had to, I had a lot of um, on-the-job training, so definitely, because mm-hmm. um, everybody. Everybody has a book that they want to sell, so you have to make yours stand out. But you have to. It helps if you have a bit of a following to support you when you, you know, get ready to get out there. And um, I've had some some book signings that I've done were really great, and it was the perfect venue. But I've had some difficulty finding the right venue for um, my local book signings, and it's that's it's difficult if it takes a lot of that's also something that takes a lot of preliminary research to try to figure out the right setting where people are going to be um like the best signing that I've had so far locally was uh like a jazz night and mm-hmm. the promoter gave me an opportunity to get on the mic and read an excerpt from the book and as soon as I did that, I sold everything I had. I had people wanting books, and I didn't have any more because I sold mm-hmm. everything. So That's a good that thing, girl. Awesome. Yeah, that was yes. my first Cougar book, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Well, I know that's right. Now, Miss Holly, you say you've been in the industry three years. How do you think your pen has evolved creative, creatively um, in that amount of time? Um. I'm thinking that the first book that I, the first Cougar book that I wrote, I thought was really good. The one in the middle, you know, I'm a little leery about. But the last one that I wrote, I thought was excellent. If I do say so myself, so I think I have worked on honing my craft and uh, better editing and. Thanks to Tamika, um, better book design, book cover design, so that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you haven't seen the second one because I haven't um, the book cover for Younger and Necessarily Better. That one's pretty. People like seem to like that one better than the uh, than the Accidental Cougar. So I've got to get. Um, it's out now on Amazon, but and Kindle, but I've got to mm-hmm. get some. Paperbacks, because I'm still I'm I'm billing it as I have the originals, the ones that were done before the cover design, so no more of those mm-hmm. will be made. So you have to get your first edition before they're all gone. So there's three of them that have a pink cover that mm-hmm. um, are nearly as hot as the the you know the ones that we just redid. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think. 
it, there has been an evolution of, um, you know, I'm much harder on myself than I was. I think I was mm-hmm. really hard on myself in the first one because I really wanted to, you only get one chance to make a first impression. So. Mm. So. And you only mm. get one chance is right, and that first impression is the most lasting. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, oftentimes you don't get a second chance, and that's, Unfortunate, but that's you know how things are. So. Mm-hmm. Now I have one more question before you have to leave the chat room, Miss Holly. You know you spoke a little bit about um, building up that your clientele. How have you used social media to to get your book out there, to get yourself out there, you and your pen? How have you used social media, and how has it been? Has it been successful? Is it something new? How has social media played a role in in your role as an author? Back before I actually had help from Tamika and knew, really knew what I was doing, I was getting like maybe 20 hits or whatever. Now I'm getting over 200. And um, we are posting, we're doing posts that have nothing to do with the book. They're just inspirational or funny and mm-hmm. that that is, you know, people don't want want to constantly be in a being in a selling mode that you're just trying to sell your book. You just want to, and I, I try to communicate with people on Facebook and actually on Instagram when, whenever I, if I have the, you know, if I'm not busy, I will will go right back and comment if they leave a comment because I want to engage with them. I don't, you know, want them to think mm-hmm. I'm just posting stuff up there, actually engage with in conversations with people and I think that's extremely helpful. So. Mm. And I know yeah. that um commenting on other people's posts that that interest mm-hmm. you, not just you know, not just that you think will get you more views to your stuff, but that actually mm-hmm. that I actually find of interest. I find that very helpful too. Mhm. I know that that cross promotion and that support is 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 real. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very it important. Is much needed. Mhm. Yeah, we talked about that uh, with uh, one of our previous guests this evening. That support is very necessary, especially for you know authors. Authors need to be affirmed by their publishers and their team um, because sometimes it's it's scary and it's awkward. You might have your first book out, but sometimes people are like that when each book comes out. So they need that affirmation. They need people patting them on the back. They need to be able to get hype um, so right. that they can get out there and, and, and push that product pin, you know, because it's hard mm-hmm. to be able to push your brand, yourself, and your work all at the same time to people that you really don't know. So we mm-hmm. are so glad that you were able to just share Holly's World with us today on the <laughs> chat. We appreciate you. We want mm-hmm. you to shout out your social media before you head out of the chat room. Okay. Okay. We Say one more time. Facebook is Holly Mosley Cooper, comma author, and Instagram is at Holly Mosley Cooper, and um, Twitter is. At H M 
Cooper author, I think. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on that. Absolutely. Um, and you know, you are welcome on the chat anytime. Just make sure you hit us up and let us know when you want to talk. Let's talk about that new heat you got coming out. Mm-hmm. And new heat mm-hmm. indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We want to hear about these reformed cougars and things. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't yeah, know we'll what's how they I know, because you know, I told you, so I can you, get you, you all we in don't mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't I'll, mind you know, being we... characters in the book. We can be okay. reformed cougars, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just make sure it's just going to be nasty. Let it be nasty. If not, let us go to Starbucks and have some tea. Still one of these. Hey. We appreciate you, Miss Holly. I just call it erotic. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. No problem, it. sweetie. You are welcome. <laughs> yeah, have a good time. Chat. Absolutely. Shout out to Tamika Newhouse. We love her. Let's chat. We will see you guys tomorrow. We'll be talking about that mind, body, and soul with Leticia mm-hmm. Action Jackson. And then we'll have rap artist Jimmy Colombo. Mm. Good show. Once again, thanks so much for joining us, Miss Holly. And until next time, you have a great evening. Okay, thank you. Miss Holly, too. this Miss Holly, this song is for you. We gonna exit out on this for you and you only. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>